0: Log Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas on Friday, May the 26th. And welcome to our Memorial Day weekend uh, video commentary. It is Memorial Day weekend, of course. And look, everybody gets to enjoy a little time off. I think we all deserve it. So uh, take a little time off, slow down, cook a few cheeseburgers on. Saturday or Sunday or Monday, whatever whatever they it works, go to the lake. I mean, all that stuff is great. We all do it. And it's all part of, uh, as I say, unwinding a little bit, relaxing uh, from everything going on in the world. So I hope you have a wonderful time with your family. I hope that the cheeseburgers are good, the ribs, whatever, whatever you like to make uh, on Memorial Day. All of it is uh, well-deserved and something that, that we should do to celebrate the day with our families. Of course, uh, we also have to remember why we have this holiday. Memorial Day, I think, of all the days, all the all these patriotic days are important. July the fourth, obviously, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these days, President's Day, all of these uh, days are very important for the country. Thanksgiving, all of them are part of the culture and part of the history of the country. But I've always felt that Memorial Day really takes us to the core of the United States in the sense that what we remember today are people who were willing to give their life for freedom so that we would be in freedom so that we could celebrate this day of, of celebration with our families and so on. So I think as long as we remember that, uh, you know, I don't care how many cheeseburgers you take, but as long as you remember sometime uh, during the holiday that uh, Memorial Day is for these great heroes, who went before us, and I say that's important, it's extremely important today, because you know, I've lived in the United States, I came here from Cuba when I was 12 years old, so I've lived here most of my life, but I've never seen a time, over the last 10 years or so, it seems like a lot of the things that we grew up believing in are being challenged in a lot of different ways by people who are trying to change the history of the country, who are trying to tell us to hate the country, uh, you know, I was listening to a fellow the other day say that uh, the only thing they teach kids today in high school is that George Washington was a slave owner. George Washington, only all they teach him. He was a slave owner. They don't teach him anything else. And, and I think that that's an attempt, frankly, on the part of certain people, certain groups, to destroy the United States and to transform the United States and to destroy the country that these men and women... Uh, who we remember today fought for. So it's extremely important that you talk to your children about Memorial Day. It's extremely important that you talk to your family about it. Extremely important that you show the flag, that you show your patriotism on uh, Memorial Day. And then, yes, of course, go ahead and eat your cheeseburgers, have a good time, drink your beer, watch the baseball game. All that stuff is great. But you've got to remember what we're celebrating. You've got to remember what it is that we're celebrating. And that's uh, what Memorial Day is all about. So happy Memorial Day to all of you. And uh, maybe next year you can make me a cheeseburger. I'm kind of fond of cheeseburgers, as you can tell. Well, we're going to talk today about a couple of uh, stories. I have a post over at the American Thinker on Friday, Friday morning, talking about the mayor of New York City. The mayor of New York City is a pretty unhappy guy right now. And that's because this migrant crisis has blown up in his city. He's having all kinds of problems, not just uh, with the resources of the city, but many of the surrounding counties. This has become a real problem for the mayor of New York City. And the reason it's become such a problem is because the mayor is not being honest about what the problem is. When he goes on TV, he says, well, we got to do something about the border. Yeah, we really do. But then he says, well, we got to do immigration reform and the Congress should do their job. That's garbage. That's not why he's getting busloads of migrants. The problem is that this administration, this administration blew up the border. This was not happening, the mayor has to know this, that this was not happening before Joe Biden became president. We weren't having all these people crossing the border. And that's because we had a border policy that made sense. And that's because we had a border policy that protected the border, protected the sovereignty of the country and did allow people to come in but in an orderly fashion. That's not what we have now. So if the mayor of New York really wants to do something about his migrant problem and it's getting bigger, Chicago is having the same problem by the way. Uh they're going to just uh, they're going to have to go to the microphone. The mayor of New York City is going to have to go to the microphone and deliver a pretty rough criticism of the Biden Border policy. He's going to have to break with his party on this. He's going to have to tell all these liberals in his party that this has to stop. You cannot have an open border policy like this. You cannot have this kind of craziness on the border. It's simply it's unsustainable. And that's why New York City is falling apart. That's why they have this migrant problem. And again, the mayor of New York City should uh, should do something about it. He should step up and challenge the president of the United States to do something about the border. But of course, he doesn't do that. And the reason he doesn't do that is because in the Democrat Party today, and this is a big change from 20 years ago, go back and listen to uh, Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton, address the issue of illegal immigration. And it's like you're listening to a different party, totally different party. Uh, today, the Democrat Party, if you criticize sanctuary cities, then you're anti-immigrant. If you want uh, immigration laws to be respected, you're a racist or whatever they call you. And this is the problem. They've created this mess because they don't want to enforce immigration laws. And that's what the mayor of New York City needs to be saying. He needs to be coming out and saying, hey, you got to enforce the border. you got to enforce the immigration laws that we already have. But again, he doesn't he doesn't want to challenge his party. And until he does, this is going to get worse for New York. And the people of New York are getting pretty angry about this. Uh, very, very angry. I saw something the other day that some parents were complaining that some of the you know, some of the kids who are coming as part of these migrant groups, uh, they're not vaccinated. So the kids who live in this community who are there, they have to be vaccinated. These new kids do not. Well, how do you think that's going to go over? Not real well, not real well, as we see in New York City. So the mayor of New York City has to challenge President Biden. Forget about immigration reform. Forget about what the Congress did or didn't do. The problem is sitting there in the Oval Office. That's where the problem is. But the mayor, for whatever reason, doesn't want to challenge his party. But he's doing so, his failure to challenge the Democrats on immigration is hurting the city of New York. That's all I can tell you. The people of New York are very angry, very angry about what's happening there with these, uh, with these migrants. Well, let's talk a little bit about another post. I have a post coming out uh, over the next couple of days about the president of Mexico who made some pretty amazing remarks. He said that he, he gave a message in which he basically says that calling on Hispanics in the United States not to vote for Governor DeSantis. He says that Governor DeSantis is anti-immigrant and all this kind of stuff. Well, there's a lot of problems here. There's a lot of problems with the president of Mexico saying something like that. The first problem, of course, is not true. It's not true. But there again, he, he has fallen in the same trap as the Democrats up here who don't seem to understand that you can be for tough border policies and be in, in favor of immigrants. They're not the same thing. But, you know, he's falling, for that, uh, falling into that same trap, so he, he shouldn't be doing this. The other problem, of course, is that the president of Mexico has no business injecting himself in American presidential politics. This is not something he should be doing, but he has a habit of doing this stuff. I don't know if you remember a recent video where I told you that he had been uh, declared persona non grata down in the country of Peru because he did some crap like this again. He got involved in local politics, and that's a big no-no. That's a big no-no. You do not get yourself involved in, in the presidential politics of other countries. You know, you have to respect whatever other countries do. You may not agree with it privately, but that's fine. You keep it to yourself. So I am thinking that maybe what Governor DeSantis should do is say that if he is elected president, that he's going to sign an executive order or he's going to send to the Congress a request uh, to make uh, President Lopez Obrador of Mexico a persona non grata in the United States, just like they've made him in Peru. Again, that's probably not going to happen, but it really, uh, it really shows you the extent to which the President of Mexico is just going crazy. You know, when the President of a country starts getting involved in the affairs of other countries, What that tells me is that he doesn't have a lot of solutions for his country. Mexico has a lot of problems, the the cartels being one of them. So that's what he should be focused on. He should be focused on the violence in his country. But, you know, he's talking about American elections and what's going down in Peru. That's crazy, but that's Lopez Obrador. He is, as I've said many times, he's a dangerous man. Uh, he's a very dangerous man, and I think more and more Mexicans are beginning to realize that. By the way, because they're watching him, they're watching him on a daily basis. Just a quick uh, bit here on this day in history. Uh, back in 1907, fellow that we came to know as John Wayne, he had a different name, but I can't remember that name right now. But he had a different name. Uh, he was born. I don't remember where. I should have looked this up, but I, I, I didn't. Forgive me, but. John Wayne, the man that we came to know as John Wayne, was born on this day. He died in 1979. And, you know, he had a huge history of movies, of course. I mean, you uh, I don't even know how many, over 50. I mean, it seems like every time you turn on the Western Channel, they're showing a John Wayne, Wayne movie. He must have made two movies a year, uh, given the number of movies uh, that uh, you can watch. But my favorite of all his movies, this is really interesting, my favorite was the very last movie that he made called The Shootist. And it was made in 1974, 1975, when he had learned that he was dying of cancer. And he played a a, a Western character in that movie, an old-timer kind of character in that movie who was uh, dying of cancer. And so it, it's a great story because you got John Wayne as an old man and you got Jimmy Stewart uh, also in that movie. And he was also... Um, pretty up there as far as age. So these two guys uh, who made hundreds of movies between them were, uh, were playing in this last movie called The Shootest. I think that's one of his best movies. And it's the one that I enjoy the most, especially when they run these uh, specials on John Wayne where they've got you know one movie every two hours on these Western channels. That's the one movie that I always try to catch, The Shooters, because it is really, a good uh, a good movie it really shows Wayne not only as a great western character but i think as a great character as a great actor in uh in that role that uh, he played so if you get a chance to celebrate John Wayne's uh, birthday watch that movie the shootist i think you're going to enjoy it a great deal again have a great memorial day weekend we'll see you after the after the holiday and uh just remember enjoy yourself Enjoy yourself, drink a lot, go, not drink, eat a lot, uh, go to the pool, Have a, You know. go to the lake, whatever you do, but don't forget we're celebrating Memorial Day, and that's uh, why all of us have the opportunity to live in a free country, because the men and women who we remember on this day. Thank you. Great Memorial Day, and God bless the United States, and I hope we always remember Memorial Day and the heroes of Memorial Day. Bye-bye, everybody.